Every day in the United Kingdom, we spend almost as much money on coffee as we do on tabloid newspapers. I, for one, would think nothing of popping into a coffee shop and giving a barista a few pounds to whip up a steamy, creamy latte. So why do people often object to paying that much for a game? I'm Professor Kelvin Harris, and this is my lab assistant, Brian. I put the samples in the machines, but sometimes I forget to and run it anyway, which causes lots of expensive damage and makes the professor go mad. Thanks for reminding me about that just before payday, Brian. Together, we're on a mission to highlight exciting and fun games that cost less than your cappuccino. This is Cost of a Coffee. This week's Cost of Our Coffee game is Fiasco, which is available on iOS on 1st of May. Now, usually if I'm talking about a fiasco, it's because I'm having to explain Brian's latest blunder to the management of the university at which I profess, or more often than not, the police. At my last appraisal, I was called dangerously incompetent, which is an improvement on last year's. So it was a pleasure to be sent this word-based puzzle game by Drew Ulbrich of Blinking Pixels, who, you might remember, sent us the Fourth Dimension app a few weeks ago. Fiasco is a cross between Tetris and Lexilus. Now I would say Scrabble, but I suspect that Hasbro and Mattel's lawyers exist in an ethereal plane adjacent to our own and can see and hear everything we say and do. Now a mashup of Tetris and words with friends sounds like a bizarre combination, I hear you say. That sounds like- We did the parroting joke two weeks ago, Brian, and it was poured then. The game seems simple enough, with different shaped groups of letters falling from above. You move and rotate them to form words when they slot into their position on the grid. If that was it, it would be a rather boring offering, but when you dig a bit deeper, it appears that the game has a few interesting little tricks up its sleeve. Firstly, you can choose a power-up at the beginning of a round, allowing you the chance to earn a point or time bonus, or the ability to delete tiles or choose tiles. The best trick, though, I discovered after playing the game for quite a while, and it goes to show it really pays to read the tips and tricks section carefully, rather than simply asking Brian for a summary of the game's features. It has letters on tiles and the logo is blue and orange. You see what I mean? Unlike standard Tetris rules, which were developed in Tsarist Russia, when you fill a column with letters and then land another tile on top of it, it's not game over. Instead, any letters above the filled column are split from the original group and bounce back up to form a new one of their own. We've posted a video of this at kodakmoments.com, but the significance is that you can use this mechanic to remove awkward letters from more useful ones and subsequently spell longer words that will activate your point or time bonuses. The game is incredibly socially orientated. You always play against a friend, or, if like Brian, you don't have any, a random opponent, in a series of three asynchronous rounds. That means you take turns. For each round, you can pick an additional power-up, and the player with the highest score at the end of three rounds wins. Is it worth the cost of a coffee, Professor? Arguably, yes. There's a free version and a paid version, which we reviewed. At $3.99, expect the paid version of the game to cost between £2 and £3 on the UK App Store when it's released later this week. This will remove adverts and enable you to earn coins twice as quickly as in the free version. Now this is a major gripe. The game charges you coins to do anything. Starting a round or new game will cost you one coin. 
using power-ups will cost more. Coins generate at the rate of 1 every 6 minutes in the paid version, to a maximum of 25, but don't worry, you can always buy more via microtransactions in a game you've already paid for. Now I understand the need for pacing and revenue generation in a free game, but it's frustrating in a paid-for version, as I've previously discussed with relation to Bridge Constructor. Doubly so when one power-up in Fiasco is locked until you've played the game with three of your friends. Imposing restrictions on how often people can play and locking features in this manner seems a little bit stingy in what is a not insignificantly priced paid-for version. That aside, the game is a lot of fun to play, and if you have a few select friends with a competitive streak and a good vocabulary, it could be a great experience trying to top that leaderboard. Think of it as a wordy trials fusion. Fiasco is available on iOS from the 1st of May and will have a 75% discount at launch. For more information, or if you can suggest a game that costs less than a cappuccino, please visit codecmoments.com or check us out on Facebook, Twitter or Google+. You can also email the professor by emailing him an email to his email address, prof at codecmoments.com. See you next time.